I'm Cole Kuzak, and I'm, along with my co-host uh, Brendan Knapp, we are the third stringers. Yeah, so we are basically going to be a uh, talk show, sports talk show, uh, radio show. We're going to sit here, we're going to chill, we're going to have a bunch of guests. Uh, we're here just to have a good time, and we hope that you guys are too. Uh, we're two freshmen here at Hamilton College. Um, yeah, uh, we'll talk about sports, pop culture, we have an eclectic taste essentially. And uh, today we just want to get into it, introduce ourselves, and start talking about some uh, cool topics. Exactly. Super excited to get started. Uh, so today on our plate, we're going to talk about the NFL, the week three recap, along with some hot takes. Uh, Brennan's a Boston guy. I'm a Rochester guy. So we got some uh, beef this upcoming week with the Pats versus Bills. So we'll get into that. Then we have to talk about uh, more matchups in this week four of the NFL. We'll also hit on undercover players and people that haven't really been highlighted, like the man Gardner Minshew. And then after that, we'll get into uh, fantasy players for week four, some hot takes from that. And then lastly, we'll end it off with a uh, Q&A session that we have prepared. And we're, we're here to have a good time. Yeah, super excited for the Q&A. You guys better stick around for that. All right. Should we get started? Let's get started with it. All right, great. So week three recap. Um, what are some of your biggest takeaways from uh, week three of the NFL? Well, as of right now, both of our teams are kind of rolling. You got the Pats and the Bills both sitting in a pretty at 3-0 and here. And uh, coming this Sunday, the Bills are going to uh, take on the Pats in Buffalo, which I'm super excited about. And I know you are too. We're going to be watching that. We're going to be watching that game. It's going to be big. It's in Buffalo? It's in Buffalo. Bills fans about to get rowdy. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. I like the Bills. The Bills. The Bills are like the Patriots' cute little brother. I don't know about that. I mean, you. you the Patriots fans are always going to talk about that. The Bills are always inferior to the Pat Patriots, and like, of course, that's true because the Patriots are arguably one of the best teams in NFL football. The best team in best NFL team. football. I'll, I'll give you that. But, and I'll give you Tom Brady is the goat. Of course, everybody knows that. Bill Belichick's the goat as well. But I'm telling you, the Bills are rolling right now. Josh Allen is looking pretty. He might throw three interceptions. He might. That's true. But also, our Bills defense, top one in the league. Bills offense, shaky, but we'll get it back. The Bills are rolling right now. I think Sean McDermott is sneaky, one of the best coaches in the league. I think yeah. Josh Allen has actually taken some uh, good steps forward um, as, as a quarterback, which I think a lot of people are finding a little bit surprising, but good for him. But I think... Facing New England week three, who the Bills faced so far? It was the Bills played the uh, they played the Bengals last week, beaten by four. Then they played the Giants week two, beaten by a couple teams. And then the Jets week one. And the Jets week one. So Sam Darnold out with mono. Yeah. yeah. So the Bills are rolling right now, but they have not faced any uh, elite talent yet. So. Okay, I mean, you can say that, but you also got to look at the Patriots' strength of schedule, too. You got, was Dolphins, right? Dolphins. Oh, Steelers, Dolphins, and then, who did they play last week? Um, Jets. 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 Right, right. Well, here's I mean, the thing. The Bills, the Bills barely squeaked, they barely squeaked by the Jets, barely squeaked by the Bengals. I don't know what the score true. of the Giants game was. The Giants was a couple TVs, so 14. 14, okay. But... I mean, come on. We beat the Jets by 16, and what? It should have been 30. It should have been. Jared Stidham got I mean, put in for no reason. I mean, I think, I think it's fair enough to say, no matter what, 
these two fan bases are a couple of the best. A couple of the best. I mean, couple of the best. I mean, you got you got the Patriots, and I mean, I as a Bills fan, like I can't really slander the Patriots. I just can't. Like, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk some stuff and try and try and play it out as like uh, the Bills. We, we got this one, but I mean, the Patriots are a solid football team. They're a solid football team, but the Bills Mafia, we're gonna we're gonna come in to Buffalo, uh, face the Patriots. Bills Mafia is gonna be there and ready. We're gonna jump through a couple tables, uh, and we're gonna see what we can do. And I think it's at the end of the day, it's going to be a close matchup. It's going to be a close matchup. Um, I think the spread right now is Patriots by seven. Oh, that's actually not bad. It's not bad. It's not terrible. I'm taking. I I would take. I would take the uh, the Patriots to cover that spread. Um, you're saying Josh Allen might throw three interceptions. He could. I think Josh See, Allen. See, there's there's throw a good chance the Patriots have allowed how many offensive points since week? Or since um, they haven't allowed. They haven't allowed a touchdown on offense uh, on the other team's offense. Yeah. I think the bill. I think the Patriots are definitely, definitely up there. Top yeah. five. No, I think I think we both have. I'd say top. Both have at least top seven defenses in the league, and that's yeah. going to be a really close matchup. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down. Honestly, it could come down to a Brady, uh, Brady Allen. A Brady. Um, I don't know. Do you I think mean, Allen's going to keep up with. Well, Tom I mean, Brady? I mean, think Josh Allen no, I don't think he will. Brady. I don't think he will. But if he can play a solid game, it might be close. You also okay. You also got Frank Gore. This guy's. 47 years old. He's really 36. But he's like, he's still kicking out there. He's Every single game, he's got 14, uh, 14 uh, carries, around 75 yards and a TD. He's a, he just outputs every single game. He's like 5'9". He's a grinder. He's gritty, and you have to respect that. Frank Gore might have been playing in the NFL longer than we've been alive. That might be true. And he's... He's, he's just still, still out there, yeah. just putting up like eighty to touchdown. Every eighty to touchdown. Eighty to touchdown every single week. He gets like I just thirteen carries every too. single year. I like I see him in like fantasy or something. I hear he's like signing back with the team. I'm like, he's not going to do anything this yeah. year. But, but he, he just keeps on just pumping out games. Yeah. Eighty to touchdown. It doesn't make sense. It's like to it's like twelve points. He might be immortal. Week. He might be immortal. He might be. I th- I mean I don't know. Tom Brady's how old now? 40, 42? 42. 42, yeah. Frank Gore is, I think, 36. 36 for a running 36 back is incredibly is, impressive. Is a, is a big, yeah, that's a big span. It's a big span. And then, um, yeah, so I think Frank Gore, I mean, right now he's still pushing. He's still he's still doing well for the Bills. And I, I got to respect that. Like, yeah. out of anything, he is gritty. He's very gritty. He's gritty. And then you also got, um, you also got a, a fire quote from Bill Belichick. I'll, I'll read it to you, Nappy, because this, this one's big. Bill Belichick goes, in, in, in reference to uh, Josh Allen, he goes, he can pretty much do everything with the ball in his hands. He's got a tremendous arm, so every spot in the field is available. Deep sidelines, you have to cover a lot of field. This is from Bill Belichick. And whether this is just, you know, talking him up because some, I don't know, he thinks he's good or just because he's just gassing him up, I don't know, but I got to respect that. My, my man, Josh Allen. You know, you know Bill Belichick is just saying this now, and he's going to clown on Allen. I mean, I mean, I mean. In, in reality, the game's probably gonna go. Tom Brady's gonna throw three hundred and three TDs, probably. Probably. And Josh Allen's gonna throw like two hundred, a pick, and like a TD, probably. Probably. Yeah. I think I, I'm. I'm guessing multiple picks for Allen. Yeah. And you know what? That's not even like. That's not even a knock on Allen. Like, it's not. If it's he not. throws, if he throws a TD, that's better than any other quarterback who we face this year. That's, that's including that's true. Ben Roethlisberger. That's true. Who's that one? And yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's done now. for for the year. Yeah, I actually had him on my fantasy team until about a couple hours ago. Brutal. Still had him. Brutal. But um, 
No, I think I think it'll be. I think the spread putting that at seven is a good spread, especially since both are undefeated. I think I think if we can give them a run, I think that'll be really clutch. Um, we'll see what happens. I think we shouldn't move on though. To uh, I want to hear your take on um, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, who yeah. just came back. Uh, breaking came news, back. guys. Breaking news. Breaking news. For those who uh, haven't heard yet, Melvin Gordon is planning on co- go- coming back to the Chargers tomorrow, I believe. He's not going to be playing this week, but plans on playing next week. Melvin Gordon was holding out for uh, uh, for contract reasons, and he kind of made it seem like he wasn't going to come back at all this year or he was going to come back like late, late in the year until either he got a new contract or ended up getting traded. But uh, he just gave in kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, to be honest, I, I mean, I think that I think it's going to be a big step for the Chargers if they can, if he can perform like he was like last year, a couple of years ago. I think that I think that Melvin Gordon's a top five running back. He is. It, it, he is. It, yeah, when, when he's healthy, he's a top five. Running um, back. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be a big. Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, it's just breaking news, so it's kind of you know shocking. But I, I, I think it's going to be big. Um, I think I think the Chargers really need him too. I think they um, do need him. They have not. They have not been playing as well as they had hoped. What are they now like? Are they uh, one and two, maybe. Um, Let me check. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, they're one and two. They're one and two. That's I mean. For a team, for a team that was going into the year with Super Bowl expectations to be one and two, yeah. losing not great. to the Lions and the Texans, not great. It's it's not looking good. I yeah. think I think it's clear that they needed Melvin Gordon, and mm-hmm. obviously now it seems like Melvin Gordon needs the Chargers. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think out of this entire thing, both the Chargers and Melvin Gordon end up looking kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Chargers clearly need him, and Melvin Gordon. I think Melvin Gordon might be worried if I don't come back. There's no chance of getting a contract. Yeah, exactly. Um, so good for, good for them in that respect. Yeah. But it's clear right now that the Chargers need him back, and the Chargers need to uh, get going if they want a chance of, you know, at making a run again this year. Yeah, they were eleven five last year, right? I believe so. 11-5. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. Um, I've never really expected that much out of them, but you know, they're really performing. they're a strong team. I think Philip Rivers is a really good quarterback. Um, I think I think he's I think he's underrated. Yeah. Um, He's but at the same time, I mean, like, he, I mean, he's facing the end of his prime. His window's closing fast. He's probably got another year, maybe two years at most, to mm-hmm. really make a run at it before he'll go down as just another quarterback without the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Unless he goes out like Frank Gore and plays another ten extra years. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no. Um, then we got another matchup uh, against the undefeated Lions and the Chiefs. I mean, Lions with an asterisk, but. Yeah, Lions and Chiefs, uh, week four. Um, What's the line on that again? Line is six and a half. Okay. I believe it's – no, actually, I think it's six, uh, Chiefs by six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – well, actually, an interesting stat I read up, I think it was today or yesterday, um, against Matt Patricia defenses, uh, Andy Reid has scored an average of 34 points, I think. That's big. Um, Matt Patricia doesn't know how to stop the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. he's not going to know how to stop them this week. Pat Mahomes is rolling. He is rolling. He is rolling. I just, I just saw a stat. He just passed somebody for, like, I don't know, most yards or something. I don't know. But he's rolling. He's rolling. He um, rolling. I mean, the Lions beat the Chargers this week 13-10. Yeah. You can't beat the Chiefs like that. Yeah, you you got to beat the Chiefs. Them. you got to beat the Chiefs like – 
The Chiefs are going to drop 30 on you no yeah. matter what. you got to beat that. you got you got to get into a shootout. I don't think that yeah. the Lions offense is capable of that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, too. The Chiefs missing Tyreek Hill right now. They're missing Kareem Hunt, and they're still rolling. Patrick Mahomes is just carrying them, and it's just nuts. Yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and it's just whoever's stepping up. I think yeah. Nicole Hardman mm-hmm. um, and... I don't even know. Some other uh, there's another rookie receiver I'm yeah. forgetting the name of right now who yeah. really who really stepped up in the last two weeks. Um, I mean, I, it, it's a serious Super Bowl threat this year. And as a Patriots fan, oh, sure. I, I'm worried. I'm worried for the AFC Championship. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I think. I think it'll be a repeat. I think it'll, it'll be Chiefs and Pats. It'll be Chiefs and I Pats. Think it, I think I, it has to be. Unless, unless. Some other team comes out of nowhere, or the Ravens keep it up. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be Chiefs and Pats. Ravens just yeah. I was we were gonna I was gonna get to that too about so this week's the Ravens Browns, and personally I expected a lot out of the Browns. I thought uh, Baker was going to carry them. I thought it's been a tough year so far. It's for been Baker. a tough it's been year. A tough year. Yeah, I, I saw he just got chirped by uh, Rex Ryan too. It's been chirped by everybody. I, I feel bad. I, I do feel. Bad. I thought it was going to be a big year for Baker. I thought the Browns were really going to start rolling. OBJ. Um, but it's been tough. They're uh, one and two right now, right? One and two. One and two. Um, they face the Ravens this week. Lamar Jackson is rolling. He Lamar put, Jackson he, is rolling. He was gritty. He put in the work during the off season. He became did. a pocket passer. And yeah, well, I want. What are your thoughts on uh, this this game this Sunday, the Ravens Browns? Um, I think it's gonna be really close. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's gonna be. I think a lot of people think, oh, the Ravens are gonna roll right over the Browns, mm-hmm. uh, given like the trajectory of the two teams. Yeah. But I actually think I think the Browns played pretty pretty well up until the end against uh, the Rams, kind of holding them only to twenty. I think that that defense, uh, which is sneaky, still like a top ten defense in the league, is going to uh, do a good job limiting a Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And if they can keep him, if they can, if they can kind of force him to throw and keep him in the pocket mm-hmm. and not let him run. Yeah. I think I think they have a good chance of winning this game if Baker can step up. Yeah. And I think. You can't put all the blame on Baker over the last three weeks. Mm. I think part of it's Freddie Kitchens too. Yeah. Um, I think a year ago he was a running backs coach for the Browns. So to move up from a running backs coach to the head coach in just a year is a that's a that, that's a lot that's a lot of vertical movement. And I like I I think it's pretty clear right now that he's not fully prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, not I, I think I think maybe like eight or so weeks into the year. Um, I think I, I, I would not be surprised if I see the Browns rolling, but um, as of now, I think it's pretty clear that uh, they're having a hard time getting going. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of a letdown right now. Off, like everybody expected them to be big, but I think this week could be a big turnaround if they can actually show themselves versus the Ravens. Good defense, good offense. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think I think they can't go down one three though. That'll be bad. They go down one three. I think, uh, especially if they're yeah, especially in a divisional game. It's hard to come back from that. Yeah, it is. They get uh, Kareem Hunt back week nine, I think. Week nine, that's Kareem. right. I don't know. It'll be it'll be whatever. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, probably going to move on to our our next segment. Um, undercover players, undercovered players, and like people have been kind of you know, I mean, not as highly covered as the rest. And I think when you start off with this, you have to go to the man. The myth, the absolute legend, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. This guy is my guy. This guy's a monster. This guy's a monster. He first of all, he comes out of the shadow of Nick Foles, who got injured, which Broke is collar, which buddy. is kind of big shoes to fill. Like, big he, shoes to fill. He's Nick. Nick Foles is a legend. He's a legend. He he's took a legend. down the Pats at, at the did. Eagles. He did. 
And then Gardner Minshew comes out for the Jags. Now, nobody knows who this guy is. Everybody knows yeah. what? He was just like a random sixth, seventh round pick? Yeah, sixth six round pick six round for pick. the Jaguars. For those who don't know, uh, Gardner Minshew just started this last week, week three for the Jags, and they won um, They won that, that game. I think it was 20-7. to seven. And he threw for 20 for 30, 204 yards and two touchdowns, and the win. And Thursday um, Night Football, I mean, football. big stage, stage second yeah. second start of his career. And he goes out there and he balls. Um, the thing is, like, it's he just doesn't even seem to phase him. He's just like, I'm going to do it. He's like, do it. And I mean, the, also, I think the best thing to mention about Gardner Minshew is uh, he was almost named Beowulf. Beowulf, yeah. I think Beowulf. his grandfather wanted to name him Beowulf. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, I remember that was a book or something in like seventh grade that I didn't read, and uh, I, I, just, I just find that hilarious. Imagine Beowulf Minshew coming out on the uh, on the field, and mustache, just, mustache going for it. He just, cut his own jorts. He does cut his own George too. <laughs> oh my god! He was, uh, I believe, he was in college. He was. Um, <laughs> Like he was spotted working out in <laughs> aviators in a jock strap. That's yeah. it. He also um, he's emerged as a star. Really, he's like yeah. like Brennan said, he's rocking the mustache. He just added two hundred sixty k new followers on Twitter and Instagram, and this that's from the Florida Times Union. That's where I got it from. Um, yeah, he cut his own jean shorts. He's twenty three, and he's just rolling. He's, he's got rolling. the most confidence, and I I just love that. You think you think he's gonna be uh, you think he's gonna be able to fill these shoes until Nick Foles comes back? You think he's gonna keep up this uh, play and right. kind of keep up this mystique? All right, let's look at their schedule. They play the Jags play the Broncos this week, then they'll go Panthers, um, Panthers Saints, and then so I don't know. I think honestly, I think he'll keep it up. If I'm gonna make it, I mean, I think he's I don't think he's gonna go up, but I really think he's a solid 200 yard two GT uh, type of quarterback. I think, yeah, so what, it's, um, was it this week again? Um, uh, they play the, um... Ja- oh, the Broncos, that's right. Um, you don't need to get, you don't, you, you don't really need to get into a shootout with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense is good, you're gonna have to watch out for, uh, uh, Miller, uh, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I mean, I, if his, if his offensive line holds, yeah. um... He should be good. I think the same deals with the Panthers. You're not going to get into a shootout with, um, with Kyle Allen. He did play well this week, but you know I, I think it was a little bit of a fluke. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I think really he's going to have to prove if he if he really has the potential to be yeah. a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. He's going to have to prove it against the Saints. Yeah. Get into a legit shootout. Yeah. With one of the most high-powered offenses in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think. Even though he had a good week, I think everyone's kind of taking him as a kind of a joke right now. I a mean, bit, a like, bit. I mean, and he, I think he's playing up to it. Like, he in college, I also got this. Uh, he uh, he told us to Barstool actually. He tried to break his hand with a hammer at East Carolina in order to be redshirted as a freshman. Dude's a clown. He's he's a clown, legitimately. But he's a clown that's coming out on the biggest stage. And performing. I also got noted that um, he scored a 42 on the Wonderlic test. I actually... Is that good? I have um, no clue. So I, I just... I looked this up recently. The Wonderlic test is... 
something. It's like, like the IQ test for the NFL. Yeah, it, essentially. And it scored from like 1 to 50 or one something. 50. I think Ryan, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick got yeah. like a 49 or something. He went to Harvard. Right? Fitzpatrick, yeah, he went to, yeah. yeah. But now he comes out, he's scoring 42. So 42. this guy's like a that's genius. really impressive, yeah. Like, I just, I just find it hilarious. But anyway, even though I want to stay on Gardner, because I think he's the man. We could talk about him for an entire episode, I really. could. We really could. We should get him on the show, I think. I'm going I'm to I'm shoot him an email. Once our, once our show takes off. Once our show takes off. Gardner Minshew, we're going to get We're going to have him on. We yeah. promise you that. Our Gardner, listeners right now. if you're listening. Probably our three listeners right now. Yeah. We promise you guys. We'll have Gardner Minshew on this show. Gardner, if you're if you're listening right now from Florida, which you're probably not because you're an absolute legend, but if you are got listening, better things to do right now. Yeah, listen to us and come on our show. Come to Clinton, New York. Come to the beautiful Clinton, New York. Come to Hamilton College, and we will have you on, and we'll talk about whatever you want. I'll let you use some of my guest wipes at diner too. Yep. Um, I'll give you. I have like Reese's and Kit Kats. He does in my uh, in my dorm, so you can have some of those too if you want. Whatever you want, Gardner. Come on, the show. We, we got, got you. you. We got you. <laughs> All right. Now, moving moving past this guy, let's talk about uh, uh, Daniel Jones for a sec. Daniel Jones. Just Danny Dimes. The, Danny Dimes, the, the man. man. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I think, personally, you and I were talking about this earlier, but a lot of us thought Dan, Danny Dimes was going to be a bust. Yeah, I thought he was going to be kind of trash, especially for the sixth pick. I, yeah. I especially thought that uh, Dwayne Haskins, who was picked like 12 by the Redskins, was yeah. going to end up being a lot Me better. Me too, yeah. But um, he really showed out. He balled out. He balled he out. He balled out. Past week, they played. Who did they play again? Bucks. They played the Bucks. I mean, it's the Bucks, but still, he he uh, they got the win. He was twenty three for thirty six, three hundred thirty six yards, four total TDs and two passing TDs. Two passing TDs and two rushing TDs. And the last That's rushing touchdown was uh for the win. For the I win. think they won what like thirty two to thirty or something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. And here's the most interesting stat. Mm-hmm. Um. I found out about that. Um, when trailing, uh, when trailing uh, by 18 points, um, the Giants, Eli was 0-44 in his, in his career. This is by 18 points. And um, Daniel Jones is now 1-0. And wow. obviously, 18, 18 points specifically, it's a, bit of, it's a bit of a push. But basically, what, I think what, is, what, like, what, what, we're trying to say, what we're trying to say here is that um, – Daniel Jones just like mounted the comeback bigger than Eli's ever made. Yeah, um, and I think that's something, especially yeah. first start. You are facing the Bucks, not a great team, not a great defense. Yeah. First start though, big. First start, um, big. He balled out. He did. Um, I think I I, don't, I gotta admit though, I kind of feel bad for my man Eli. I, I mean, people I are don't. people are throwing shade at Eli, and he's got people two have, rings. People have been throwing shade at Eli for the last like five uh, just, years. Uh, he gets he gets he gets outplayed by a rookie. Then the rookie plays well in this first game, and everyone just like Eli is just trash. And he has, but he has two rings, and I got I got to respect him for that. Eli has two rings, and I want to talk about how he got those rings. But yeah, yeah, he's been trash for like five years. That's he true. he should not he he should he should have been benched. Years ago, if the Giants wanted to stay relevant, <laughs> that's uh, I don't know. So the it's Giants night are night and day. That's true. So Giants are one and two right now. One, one and two. two. One um, two. I don't know who they're facing this week. They're facing the um, uh, the Redskins. Redskins. Okay. Um, I mean, Redskins don't have a great defense either. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Dimes. We could see. Uh, I could see Danny Dimes showing up. We could see him showing up, balling out again. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean. Yeah. It's just one game, but if that's that's um, you know like 
if that's anything to uh, show what he's going to be in the future, he has a very bright future. Yeah, which is good for the Giants in like a like a division that hasn't really like shown up that much too. Like it's uh, actually wait, never mind. I'll take that back. I mean, yeah, never mind. I'll take that back. The Eagles, Cowboys, and Redskins, and um, I don't know. I think. I mean, the Cowboys are strong this year. Cowboys are going to be really good. I think Cowboys. Cowboys good could offense. be. Cowboys yeah. could be like twelve and four this year, thirteen yeah. and three maybe. Dak Prescott's going off. Yeah. Talk about spicy chicken nuggets in the huddle. Yep. Um, Zeke's balling. Zeke's balling. Cooper's balling. Yeah. That defense is balling. They are. No, they're a good squad. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think the Giants like they got to play well, but I don't think they're gonna. <laughs> pull it back for like even a wild card spot no not this year i think i think they need to build up their team a little bit more before they uh before they really get there yeah i agree surprisingly the 49ers are 3-0 and too which i did not see coming it's like i think it's a little bit of luck yeah. and a lot of it how good that defense is yeah that defense yeah that are. is a monstrous defense that defensive that front seven is ridiculous mm. and then that secondary led by richard sherman who's getting up there in age seriously needs to uh start kind of stepping forward. I think I think Jimmy G needs to step up. Um yeah. Jimmy I mean, G hasn't even been playing that well. I he has not, no. And there's still like I don't know. I, I didn't I never expected this. That that 49ers offense I think had five turnovers against yeah. the uh against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty bad. You're yeah. like that, that defense that defense really really has been saving they this have year. Been and I think up. If the 49ers want to actually be a legit threat in the West, yeah, uh, in the NFC West, they're going to need to, they're seriously going to need to step it up because uh, yeah. they're not getting past the Rams with the team they have now, no, and no I don't think that they're going to stay like stay this good record wise if their offense can't pick it up and if their team can't win shootouts. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. Um, I think also uh, we have two more on our um, kind of. I mean, I. Like under hype, but just because they just kind of came out and started for their uh, their their uh, star quarterbacks for a team, but uh, Kyle Allen and uh, Teddy Bridgewater really showed up. Yep, Kyle Allen balled out. Um, I think, although I who the Panthers face again? I don't think they um, faced a great team. No, I don't think so. I'll check in on that. The Panthers, the Panthers, uh. Panthers Cardinals. Yeah, so they didn't, they didn't face a great team. They didn't face a great a great defense. Thirty eight twenty. But I mean, Kyle Allen balled out. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Um, do I think that he's going to be a star in the NFL? Probably not. But I mean, I think the way he played this week and the fact that yeah, four touchdowns, four touchdowns, two hundred sixty one yards, nineteen for twenty six. Um, I I think I think it raises questions about Cam Newton really and yeah. whether he is going to continue to lead this team and if he's really their best option to try to win a Super Bowl, especially with how talented some of those offensive players are right now, like yeah. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. still got Greg Olson. Yep. Um, Christian McCaffrey is... Christian McCaffrey really is good. different. 30. 30, yeah. Um, and I think, I think you also got to talk about Teddy Bridgewater in this conversation, too. Really stepping up for the Saints. I mean, he went 19 for 27, 177 yards and two TDs, but... Even though I mean that's a it's a decent stat line. It's not like Drew Brees, but it's just big for the Saints because it's it's hard to see Brees goes down. And the Saints are a good squad too. I thought they were gonna they could even come out. And I thought I don't know, but now we have Bridgewater. I want to see more of Taysom Hill. Yeah. Yep. I know you talk about Frank Gore being the uh, 
the, yep. the grittiest player in the NFL. Very gritty. I think one beat of Frank Gore has to be Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill mm-hmm. is a monster. He does, for those does of everything. you who don't know, yeah. Taysom Hill not only is a special teamer slash kick returner slash punt returner, he he plays tight end sometimes. Yeah. He Was lines he up as a running too? back. He lines up as a wide receiver. And he is, like, marked as a quarterback on yeah. the Saints roster. Yeah. He is technically the really third and now second-string quarterback. Taysom Hill. That's gritty. That I is gritty. See I want to see Taysom Hill in one of these games. I want to see Taysom Hill take a drive, and I want to see I want to see him go out there and ball out because I think Taysom Hill's a beast. I agree. I think I think he's very gritty, and I think that um, I think that the Saints. I don't know. Does, is Drew Brees, is Drew Brees coming back this year? Drew Brees is coming back. I think it was like a six week six injury. Week. Okay. So if they he'll can, be back by week eight, if they can go even, like for the rest of the games. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Because they're, they're the dirty. NFC South. Yeah. The NFC the South Bucks, is kind of Falcons and Panthers. Yeah. They, really. Yeah. The, the Saints are fine. 28-3. Falcons. Reminding you. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, um, I'm not going to forget about that one. Never, Falcons fans. Never forget. Um, and then, so yeah, so those are our four, uh, essentially our four players you want to highlight, really, that we should give a, a little, little, little bit of um, shine the uh, Gardner Minshew, of course, the man. Gardner Minshew's the man. Daniel Jones, Kyle Allen, and Teddy Bridgewater. Good job, everyone. Good job. Yeah. Back of quarterbacks, great Back job this week. Uh, let's see what you can do next week. Very gritty, very gritty. Very gritty. Not as much as Frank Gore, but not still as gritty. Much as Frank Gore, but up there. Um, we're proud of you, back of quarterbacks. We're very proud. Now I think uh, moving on to uh, week four fantasy predictions. So uh, Brennan and I are in a league together. Yes. And um, my team is pretty gritty. We're both two and one, I think. We're both two and one. I am two and one right now. I had a tough loss week two, but uh, we came back week three, played really well. My team balled out, and uh, we're we're looking for another win in week four. I think I'm facing uh, I'm facing Trips team. Yeah. Uh, I that that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> that tight ends are balling out like Ingram and uh, and uh, Andrews. Evan Ingram, I was waiting. I was waiting for him to. Uh, for him to break out, I think I drafted him last year in my yeah. fantasy league. Uh, I was a year early, but I knew I knew he was going to be sick. Yeah, um, Evan Ingram is a beast. I think th- he basically plays like a wide receiver. Um, he basically plays like a wide receiver, and um, dude, you know who? You know who's uh? So Trip just responded to me. By the way, what's up, Trip? How we doing? How how we doing, Trip? If you're on this broadcast right now. <laughs> if, for those that no 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 um uh, he's an Eagles fan. Trip is an Eagles fan, and I mean, I'm staying out of it because I'm a I'm a Bills fan, like I said. But I mean, Brennan has a Pats fan here. But um, anyway, back to the, back to this. Uh, but shout also, out shout out to Trip. Good luck this out. week in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, good week, it. good luck, good luck. But um, I also I I think a huge thing which I did not expect. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup's in, a monster. He's a monster right now. Like 35 last week or something. Something like that, thirty-three, just really showing up. Um, I think I think in that conference, Christian McCaffrey's also he's, he's insane right now. The running yep. backs this year, Barkley's out, right? Yeah, Barkley's out. Saquon Barkley's yeah. out for another couple weeks. Um, Alvin Kamara's been balling out. Alvin Kamara's been balling out. Mark Cooper's been balling out. Yeah, I mean, going back to the Saints too. Their their offense, like they're just stacked. Um, Alvin Kamara, Michael it's Thomas. Electric. It's just it's, electric. It's, it's electric, legitimately. Um, yeah. 
You got, any, you got any sleepers that we should look at? Sleepers for uh, this coming week? Frank, other than Frank Gore, of course. Other than Frank Gore? And Gardner Minshew. Um, give me one second. Um, uh, I don't know. I think... Honestly, it's it's. I think it's pretty early, but I think I think definitely a sleeper, which I did not expect, was Cooper Cup. Like I mentioned, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I think Cooper Cup's gonna be. He could be one of the best. He could be one of the best scored receivers in in, in fantasy this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, DeAndre Hopkins always solid. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be top five easily. I think Adam Thielen. Yeah. Um, I think he's sneaky. Going to be one of the best he is, receivers. He's in the very league. sneaky. Um. Yeah. Um, I would, I would actually also watch out. I think uh, Josh Gordon. I think yeah. maybe it's just Patriots bias here, but no, I I agree. Josh he's, Gordon, he's back. He's healthy mentally. Uh, I think he's I think he's locked in, and I th- I think I think now that he's locked in mentally, I yeah. think he could be, um, he could be one of the. I think he could be one of the best receivers in the league. Agreed. I think he could. I think he could uh, kind of channel back what he had on the Browns back yeah. in like 2013. I think yeah. uh, when he was like lighting the league on fire. And what better quarterback to do it with than Tom Brady? Especially now that the Patriots don't have AB anymore. Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon has to be that guy, and yeah, I think I think I think he can be. Yeah, I mean you also got Edelman, who's really gritty. Yeah, Edelman's a beast. But um, no, I agree with you on that. I think that's a great take. Um, I w- we would keep talking about NFL, but I think we got to go to our last segment with about 15 minutes to go. Um, so this is one of our segments. We might keep it up. We might not. But uh, every like uh, Brandon said, uh, Brandon and I go to Hamilton College, which in Clinton, New York. We're freshmen. Yep. Um, and before our show this past week, we got some questions from people. Uh, about we said about sports about anything. I mean, we talk a lot about sports, but we're really gonna talk about whatever. Yeah, we're gonna talk about whatever. Whenever we have guests on and stuff, we're kind of just gonna. I mean, we're just gonna chill and have a good time. Really, just talk about whatever. This was pretty heavily in sports, but uh, now with this Q and A, we're kind of so we kind of gonna try to people. let you guys know a little bit more about us and everything, um, and kind of go off into some new topics for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. How did you and Brendan meet? How did Nappy? Because his last name is Nap. But how did you and Nappy meet? All right. So yeah. it was it was the first, like, real Saturday. Yeah, it was the first real at Saturday. Hamilton. At Hamilton. Yeah. We yeah, it was, it was at, it was at um, a little party. It was at Dunham, actually. It was at Dunham, it was at Dunham. yeah. Dunham. And uh, it was your birthday. It, it was, was my bir- birthday. It was my birthday, yeah. And I remember um, somebody called out. He's like, he's like, yo, like, we gotta stop this for a second. It's Brendan's birthday, and I remember being there. I'm like, "Yo, Brendan!" and like, barely know this kid at the barely time. Barely knew Brendan, and then and then about a week about a week later, probably, um, we decided or we just we we started hung, hanging out, and then we started a radio show. Started a radio we started show. A radio we started rowing crew together. We started rowing crew together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just, everything picked up, everything, and here we are now. Every, all yeah. started that Saturday, exactly. like three or so yeah. weeks ago. We're on the crew team now, we're, uh, we have a radio show. Yeah, balling out on the crew we're team, really balling, balling out on this radio exactly. show. Exactly, got you some know how it hot is. takes on the radio show. But yeah, so that was, that was just a weird coincidence, and now we landed here, recording yeah, here at uh, Clinton, New York, WHCL. Life's crazy. It is. Um, second question. What would you name your firstborn child? 
Beowulf. No, it can't be Beowulf. It can't be Beowulf. <laughs> um, get creative too. We got to get creative with this. It can't be something like so that we'd actually would. I have good. I have good dog names loaded up. Dog names are good. We can go dog. We can go dog instead. I think so. I've already decided this. I decided this probably years ago at this point. I'm gonna get a pug. I'm either gonna name him Moose or Bear. Moose. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. I, I also like Buddy. This, yeah, buddy, a buddy's a good name. Yeah. Like, I think just like a large animal, yeah. and naming it after a small dog. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, it's stupid. Bear. It's really stupid. No, I like it. I like it. That's a good take. Um, yeah, we'll have to since we since we when we when we uh, when we were asked this question, we had the caveat of not saying Beowulf. Yeah, and since we can't answer that, we'll just we'll just answer it with that dog name right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, but. Beowulf. Beowulf. Beowulf <laughs> um, would really be our answer if we could. <laughs> so, um, the third question, uh, where and when to eat on campus? Where are our spots? So, I want to hear your take on this first, then I'll go. All right. So, I'm definitely a big comments over McEwen guy. Yeah. Um, for all the Darksiders who are listening right now, probably like none of you, but if you are <laughs> listening right now and you're going to... I'm a Darkside guy. Yeah. All up in arms about how much better McEwen is... McEwen is not better. McEwen is trash. All right? <laughs> That's a hot all take. Right? That's McEwen, a hot take. Look, McEwen hasn't put out a good dinner in a minute. It's but been weeks. About, like, it's but, been weeks. But when McEwen is on, it's on. It's and on, you but know, it has not been it, on. It has not been on. As a dark sider myself, it really hasn't showed up, but I feel like it will. It, it, it will ball out once in a while, but only only once, like, maybe once a week. There's Me, like a and Meatless take. Mondays on McEwen. As I'm a vegetarian, a vegetarian now. for a week, <laughs> vegetarian for a week. <laughs> but um, no, I think I think you're right about that. Uh, take me through your um, take me through your breakfast, lunch, ideal breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and second dinner. All right, all right. So breakfast, I wake up usually about 15 minutes before my class because <laughs> I'm lazy and I snooze my alarm way too much. Um, if I have time, I'll run over to Commons. I'll get myself um, a bagel and I'll get myself a coffee. And I'll run back to my dorm, get ready, and then leave for class. Lunch, uh, every Wednesday, we go diner for lunch because there's yep. mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. It's very good. Besides that, usually um, usually it's commons. Um, their pizza is always good. They usually have something decent for like a, for like the lunch meal. And they always have like sushi and stuff like that, which yeah. is pretty fire. Yeah, the, the crab sushi really good. Crab sushi yeah. slaps, bro. Yeah. Um, dinner. Usually commons again after like crew practice. Usually yeah. the entire team just floods commons. Yeah. And uh, what really makes me mad is the fact that the the taco the taco station the taqueria is always out of meat whenever I get there, which really grinds my gears because I am always looking forward to making myself some fat tacos when I get back. Oh in yeah, no for sure. Um, second dinner. Second dinner. Diner. Diner. Diner's fire. I could go. I could go diner literally every single day. Yeah. I could. Oh, I understand. Hundred percent. I think I've already gained six pounds since I got here. Legitimately, it's the freshman fifteen, it bro. Is. And like, what? We're like half. We're like probably like an eight. <laughs> like we're we're like, like, yeah, we're like yeah. four weeks in. On popular opinion here, I think Diner opinion. B so far has been a little bit overrated yeah. for me. Yeah, the the breakfast sandwiches are good. The breakfast Very sandwiches good. are good, but I think I got the French toast. It was kind of trash. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I I, I like Diner B. I think it, yeah. And the line's super long. Line too. is long. I'll hit you with my uh, yeah. Hit me with your hit me with your uh, I, eating I schedule. My eating schedule. Um, class at ten a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. McEwen probably around um, 
9.40 on, on, on those days. Go. I, McEwen for breakfast is, I mean, pre, they're pretty much the same for breakfast. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, well, I, I'll fair. get French toast, eggs, breakfast sandwich, something like that. Yeah. Then, um, oh, we didn't even have on this. Then lunch out after I get out of class around, around noon. Then I'll go uh, the little pub lunch. It's, pub's it's, fire. It's, it's, it's good. It could get it's pretty good. good. The pizza, had really good. pasta, it's good. No, it's yeah. good. Or I'll, or I'll just go commons, get like a salad or something. Yeah. And then dinner, um, dinner I'll go commons usually. Commons. Commons. Um, McEwen every once in a while when I have mock trial. But um, but I like commons for dinner. Commons is good. They have good pasta, which McEwen doesn't have. Yep. And um, McEwen does have the global section though, which sometimes can the be good. The global section yeah, sometimes is sometimes like Mediterranean. Really good. It can be good. But you don't know. Like you, you don't know. know. But and then uh and then second dinner, um second dinner you, you I usually go diner, of course. Or I, I we gotta talk we gotta hit on this too. I, I and the or commons too. Uh, get lucky charms, of course. Or you can't you can't forget about you the, can't late forget, night grill late night grill. The late night so, grill. So this was actually another question of ours. This is a hack. Is, this is a hack for uh It is. It is a know, hack. People like incoming people, like I didn't I had I didn't no know, I had no idea. I and I've only had it once too. I've had, it, I've had it a really few good. It's uh, so our question is best late night food on campus, and this is essentially in regards to either diner or late night grill at Commons. And I'm not entirely sure what time late night grill is. I've, I'm just a freshman. It's like but, after um, ten. Or after something. ten, I have no clue. But the one time I did get it was I got a burger there. Yeah, and I got to admit it was really really good. It takes really forever. Good. It takes forever, but bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, really fire. good. So what would Fire. you what would you go? Your uh, ideal second dinner would you go late night grill at Commons or diner diner? Um, I think I think if I if I was fiending for a burger, yeah, I'm going late night grill. Yeah, but I there it just diner's vibe. Diner is a good vibe. The like, jukebox too. The jukebox you got like. Their their wraps are fire, like what, a barbecue chicken wrap. What's your go to at diner? Barbecue chicken wrap. Barbecue it's chicken fire. Wrap? It's fire. Yeah, you can't you can't beat it. Um, uh, little hack for those who don't know: uh, chicken parm with pesto mayo, very good at diner. Very very good. Yeah, and I'm I'm not even a big mayo guy, but it's really good. Um, yeah, uh, my go to at diner is probably Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak or yeah. chicken parm. Philly cheesesteak yeah. is Philly cheesesteak is definitely up there. I think that's the first thing I ever got at diner. Um, so do what's your spirit animal and why? Yeah, we can go with that. So our, our next question from somebody was, "What's your spirit animal and why?" I'll, I'll kick this one to you first because I gotta think about this a little bit. All right, um, this one's pretty easy for me. Uh, it's a sloth. It's a sloth. I love sloths. I like that. They are my favorite animal. They are my spirit animal. <laughs> um, I just like how they just hang around on branches and chill all day. Yeah. Um, you can't, you, you, you can't beat it. You just can't. can't beat it. Like if I, if I could be any animal, it would so be a sloth. Yeah. And then I was like watching an episode of Planet Earth one time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it was like, it was like the most hype, hype thing ever at Planet Earth. Right. Yeah. So like, it was about this sloth. He was trying to get over to like another sloth to like hang out with it. Yeah. It like, it like started swimming across the water. I didn't even know that sloths could swim. Um, but it did. It like swam across the, across the water. It got to a tree. It was crazy. If anybody's listening right now and knows what I'm talking about, like you know how hyped that scene was, and like I think I that's know me as a sloth. Yeah, <laughs> for me, I don't really know. I'll, I'll get I'll get you that on this next on next segment, and we're we are got to go a little bit rapid fire since we're kind of running out of time here. But um, 
Uh, I feel like you have to answer this question. This was from a friend in fantasy. What What do you want for Le'Veon Bell? Oh yeah, yeah this one. Yeah, this one's for Omar here. Yeah. Uh, what uh, I have Le'Veon Bell on my team. Uh, Omar, you know what I want for Bell? Uh, listen, listen loud and clear here. Yeah. Give me Julio, and we can talk. <laughs> okay, I think I think that's a response. Um, going quick. Uh, we also have an intramural basketball team here. We're called the Five Niners because we're pretty much all five foot nine. Yep. So what is our future for the five foot niners? Um, we, we got a good, we got a it. good squad. We have a good squad. We have some talent. We just gotta we just gotta start hitting our shots. We gotta start playing uh, playing better big man defense. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna get there. I yeah. think I think we have the potential to be really really good. Yeah. Um, Any thoughts on that? I think I mean I I uh, last week we didn't play. I mean this week we didn't play as good as we need to. Yep. We gotta we gotta we gotta uh, start implementing our our game plan more for intramural basketball. But <laughs> no, I think I think uh, I think this will be I think we'll be good. Uh, a couple more questions. Uh, we'll probably end this in a few minutes. But um, this one uh, we got to hit on. This was from uh, Mike Budarazi. M- Mike Budarazi. Is that it? Yeah. yeah uh, Buddha. A.K. Buddha. Uh, what random sport would you be good at? You can go first. Um, besides crew, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, curling. Curling. I think I could be a pretty dirty curler. Yeah. Um, I I, I dabble in you. I, I dabble in <laughs> shuffleboard a little yeah, bit. You dabble uh, on on uh, at like a at like a beach resort. You know yeah. you know how every resort yeah. has like that kind of crappy like uh, uh like shuffleboard set. I I'm not bad. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but yeah, I'm not bad. Um, so I think put down the ice. I think I could be pretty good. I'm pretty sure there's a curling club here too. I think so. I'm pretty sure I signed up for it too. So like. Who knows yeah. if if I'm good? If I might have to send it, I might we might be on that team too. Now, might be on that team too. I I feel like I'm a I feel like I'd be pretty pretty solid at uh, uh bobsled. 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 Oh, I don't like even the, like, I, like, see the thing is like I don't even know why, but I just feel like I'd be pretty decent at it. It takes guts. It to takes do that. guts. You're talking about like the you have to have stuff, Frank. Right? You have to have Gardner Minshew kind of grit to do that. Yeah. You have to be solid. Yeah. You need to be. You need to be dirty. All right, and uh, with that, I think we have to end this um. This uh, this uh, show for today. We'll uh, kick it off with a song at the end, then end it. But we want to say thank you for everyone for yeah. viewing in. Thank you so much for yeah, those who listened. You. And mom, uh, if you're on the uh, show right now, I love you and I miss you. <laughs> um, no, uh, thanks for everyone that listened in. Uh, we're the third stringers. Thanks. Yeah, um, super excited to keep the show up, and uh, thank you guys. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs>